Hello, hello. Um, so this is uh, Girl, You're Not Too Far Gone. Um, so I was just doing Bible study outside and I feel like the Lord really put something on my heart and so I want to share it. Um, and I literally just recorded this entire thing, but you could barely hear me. So hopefully you can hear me this time. I'm going to talk a little bit louder. Um, but anyways, it's from Job 21, uh, 2 through 16. It says, Keep listening to my words and let this be your comfort. Bear with me and I will speak. And after I have spoken, mock on. As for me, is my complaint against man? Why should I not be impatient? Look at me and be appalled and lay your hand over your mouth. When I remember, I am dismayed, and shuddering seizes my flesh. Why do the wicked live, reach old age, and grow mighty in power? Their offspring are established in their presence, and their descendants before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear, and no rod of God is upon them. Their bull breeds without fail, their cow calves, and does not miscarry. They send out their little boys like a flock, and their children dance. They sing to the tambourine in the lair and rejoice to the sound of the pipe. They spend their days in prosperity and in peace they go down to Sheol. They say to God, depart from us. We do not desire the knowledge of your ways. What is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what profit do we get if we pray to him? Behold, is not their prosperity in their hand? The counsel of the wicked is far from me. So, for the past couple of days, I've really been struggling with my self-worth and I feel like, um, not, I, I don't feel like this has really been causing me to suffer. I feel like I've been suffering for the past two days and I've really been looking for comfort. And so I was just laying on the ground outside. I like to lay down on the floor in the sun and read my Bible. It's really nice. It's been a good couple of days. Like the, the weather's been really nice. And I opened my book and it landed on Job. And I saw comfort and I was like, okay, this is what the Lord wants me to read. And so while I was reading this, he really put something on my heart. And this is something that I saw the other day. This is something that the Lord was trying to show me the other day. And I didn't realize why he was showing me this. But I wanted to share it with y'all. Okay, sorry. Anyways, I wrote, um, people who are wicked usually have what seems like a perfect or easy life. Um, and then when we see Christians who are passionate about Jesus, who have a deep relationship with Jesus, who dedicate their life to Jesus, they often suffer. And, so, and, and I really saw this in my life when my dad was hurt and I remember when I saw my dad for the first time when I walked into that room and I saw that he was missing a leg and I saw that he was in a coma I ran to the bathroom I got down on my hands and knees I put my elbows on the toilet and I started wrestling with the Lord and I said why why not somebody who doesn't love you why not somebody who doesn't love their family and their children why my dad and I didn't understand at the time. And so 
Um, Job 21, 13 through 16 says that the wicked spend their days in prosperity and in peace. They go down to Sheol. They say to God, depart from us. We do not desire the knowledge of your ways. What is the almighty that we should serve him? Behold, is not their prosperity in their hand? And so what I saw was that in the forest, when an animal dies, it lays in the grass and over time it decays and fungi starts to grow from it. Plants start to sprout from that. And, the, and then those plants are pollinated and the fruit grows from the plant and the animals eat the fruit and are nourished and the animals go tell the other animals and they are nourished. And what I saw was that my heart is the grass. My suffering is the animal which dies on the grass of my heart. The Lord comes in and he grows on my suffering. He starts to sprout little mushrooms and fungi and, and sprouts of these little plants. They, he starts to decay that suffering and that death and until it goes away. And what's left is a testimony that from death comes life, from suffering comes joy. And with this, people can be comforted in their suffering because I am a witness of this and I can show them that eventually their suffering, eventually this death that's, that's on the grass of their heart will decay and, and one day will bear fruit. And so the wicked, the ones who never suffer, their heart is just grass. And they may never suffer, although they may never suffer. Although their life seems perfect, in reality, they're missing out on the glory of God. And so because they think that they are the reason for their prosperity, they don't get an opportunity to see how good God is. And so, of course, they say, what is the Almighty that we should serve him? Nothing has ever died on their heart. Nothing has ever made them sick and sad. They've never actually had to reach out to him because they've never actually met the end of themselves. And so, in my heart, there's a big oak tree that has grown from the death and grown from the suffering and so I know the almighty God because of my suffering and because God led me out of it and and because he gave me a better life than I had before the suffering and that doesn't mean that I don't suffer because I do suffer but I'm comforted in my suffering and and I, and I still, I just, I praise the Lord and I love him so much because in my suffering, I know that he's doing something good with my life and that he's, he's maturing me and, and I'm becoming more intimate with him. And so, um, I feel sad for the people who were happy with just grass when they could have a big oak tree. So yes, it is hard to suffer, 
But it is so, so good to see God's sovereignty and to see how he rules over our lives and how he is able and how he does bring good things from the bad things in our life. And so, even now, in the midst of suffering, even now when I go through something that's hard, it scares me at first because I'm, it's, it's, it's adversity, it's disappointment or whatever. It scares me because I'm, at first I'm not sure what to do with it. At first I'm like, uh-oh, something bad is happening. I'm suffering. Uh-oh, I don't like the way this feels. I was just really comfortable and now I'm uncomfortable. Now I feel like something's stirring up in me and I don't know how to react. So I just go to God. And something that my aunt Ski said was that sometimes the Lord stirs things up in us to give us a clean and pure heart. And in the analogy that she used was when the pool is dirty, there's a lot of dirt on top on the surface of the, of the water, but there's also a lot of dirt on the bottom of the pool that we can't see. And that if you just take the dirt off of the top, off of the surface of the water, the pool isn't really clean. It may look clean, but there's still dirt on the bottom. And so in order to have the pool really clean, you have to scrape the bottom of the pool and it has to stir around until it rises to the top and then you can clean it and then it will truly be clean. And so something that that made me think of was that I don't just want surface level Christianity. I want the Lord to scrape the bottom of my heart. I want to be stirred up so that I can have a pure, clean heart, so that I can have a true relationship with him. And so that's why I have to trust him when my heart is being stirred up, because I know that he's growing something in my heart that my oak tree is getting bigger that fruit is growing off of my tree and off of my plants I don't know what grows from an oak tree I probably not fruit but anyways you get the point (laughs) but something that's really stuck with me this week and something that's really delivered me this week something that's done some a a quote that's done really great things in my heart this week and that's really encouraged me is who are you great mountain because I from from the front of the mountain before we go over the mountain it looks huge it's a big great mountain it's scary we don't know if we're going to get through it we don't know how we're going to get through it but I'm reminded that my God raises the dead. And I'm reminded that no mountain is too great for God. So I hope that this gives you encouragement, whoever's listening to this, if you're going through a time of suffering, because I know that a lot of us are. And so, yeah. Bye.